Hello Gems! Welcome to another episode of TRs in Tech. I'm your host, Shelley Benhoff, and today I'm talking to jQuery Queen, web developer, and also a drag queen. We talked about how they got into web development, misconceptions about the LGBTQIA community, and how companies can support marginalized groups. Without further ado, on to the episode. Hey, jQuery, thank you so much for being here. Hi, thank you for having me. Yes, I'm so excited. I'm going to apologize in advance if you see me fixing my hair a lot today because it, it it's this wig. It's, it's, I wanted to wear it, but it's also sometimes a pain in the butt. So no worries. I, I apologize in advance. You're, you're <laughs> absolutely perfect. No worries at all. Thank you. So let's jump right in and have you tell us how, how did you get into tech? Tech, that's a great question. Um, so for me, I am self-taught. I didn't go to any code camps or any schools. I have a bachelor's degree and a master's degree, both in a totally different subject <laughs> in business. So I have an MBA, and I have a bachelor's degree in business. And then when I finished my MBA, I realized I kind of hate business. So um, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I was in my mid-30s. And just one day, I happened to cross, uh, come across, um, I think of what website it even was. I think it was Solo Learn was the first one I came across where you could write code and test it. And I was like immediately hooked. And I was like, what is this cool thing? And how can I make like my entire life about it? <laughs> so I, I just dove in. And it was just, you know, one of those things where I found as many free resources. I had already kind of paid for my, you know, most of my bachelor's and my master's. Uh, you know, I, I I'd spent all this time and money on these education, on this education, and I wasn't going to use it. So I didn't, as you're doing more research, you start realizing, okay, so some people can do fairly well if they get into tech, and I had a passion for it. So it's like those two things sort of clicked. And I just used every free available resource I could um, to start learning. Um, I didn't have any work experience in tech, and that was a, a, something I had to, a hurdle I had to overcome. So all of my previous work experience was either in um, uh, admin, like education, uh, administration level, a lot of it, uh, many years in that, at that, with that kind of thing. Uh, so I had to figure out a game plan. And for me, it just happened to be that there is a, uh, fairly large hosting provider, two of them actually, like right here over, are you in Arizona, Shelly? No, I'm in uh, No, okay, I wasn't sure. Florida, yeah. Okay, okay, I wasn't sure. So there are two very large hosting providers right here in Arizona. Uh, GoDaddy mm -hmm. is right headquartered here, and Bluehost, which not as many people know about, but is, is almost as big, if, if they're very close. Uh, so Bluehost is like, they were having interviews, and I thought, well, this could be something that maybe I could segue because I could use some of the skills I already had, learn some more about the back end, which was really cool uh, because you know they handle all the servers. <laughs> so that was my that was my my my. I got in the Bluehost. Um, I spent about two to three years there. First year I spent specifically working with users and their website and websites and fixing issues uh, regarding any number of things. Uh, not a lot of tech support jobs 
in my opinion, you can learn a ton from, but that one, you really can't just because you see, you see how the, the, the burgers are made, you know, <laughs> you see everything. So, um, and yet, and if you want to, you can learn everything. Uh, after about my first year there, I was selected to be a part of a new team that was a WordPress specific team. And so there were about 12 of us that were part of this team. And we specifically assisted users with building like small business WordPress websites. And so I, I kind of fell in love with that. I had a really bad <laughs> uh, opinion of WordPress when I first started writing code because I was like, oh, it's not code, so it's not real. And then after working with it, I was like, this is a very powerful tool. <laughs> like it may not be like for everything, but it's for, you can use it for a lot of things and you can use it very effectively. So, um, so that, that's kind of like uh, what happened there. And again, this whole entire time, I'm, I'm spending every waking hour I can learning, uh, building products that I, I, you know, now that I have a pretty good idea in regards to the server side of things and how things are hosted and all that good stuff, I can start building projects and like putting together some kind of resume. Because as many of us know, getting a job in tech, your first one, is that it's hard. It's so hard. I never thought it was going to happen. Like, my life felt like it was crumbling every day. Like it was hard. And I don't know how, but somehow I, you know, I was going to interviews uh, pretty, pretty much like weekly um, for different types of positions and, uh, as, as a developer. And I just happened to come across one, one day where the person interviewing me, like we just jived and it clicked and he hired me. And I was like, as a, and this is, this is sort of a weird side note. A lot of my studies had been spent, um, time had been spent studying C sharp. I really thought I was, had planned on being a C sharp developer. And then my first job was as a junior PHP developer. <laughs> so, uh, so that was interesting. I think I think they looked a lot at the fact that WordPress is all in PHP too. So I had a lot of experience with the back end on that. So yeah, and then um, that job is the job that I currently have. And I've been here, I spent my first, I think I've been here, it's going on four years now, or a little, it's going on five years. My first two years, uh, two and a half years I spent as um, uh, like a temporary worker essentially, basically going through like a, third party and then about a year and a half two years ago they hired me full-time so um so yeah i'm a part of a, a very 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 small tech team <laughs> for a pretty large company i don't want to get into like details of who they are or anything like that they're they're a good company i don't i don't want to say i wouldn't say anything bad about them but i just for an anonymity thing um, <laughs> i hear you until i get to the point where i'm like you know analytical and i can work at google yeah then I'll, I'll talk about it but yeah <laughs> um, so, so yeah, that's my picture. That's where I, I, I've been or how I've gotten to this point basically. And awesome. um, it's, thank you. Yeah, it's, I, I empathize and sympathize with every person going through job interviews and trying to get that first job in tech so much because it is so hard and it can be so discouraging. And no matter what I say, it, it sucks. I mean, it sucks to have those like to really want something that bad and then like not have a clear cut path or have different potential issues getting there. It, you know, 
I feel for those people. And I mean, all I can say is in my experience, just because of how things went for me, I would say, if you, if you really want it, just go for it. I went for it at a really weird stage in my life too. In my mid to late thirties, I'm now in my like forties. So, you know, it, it's one of those things where it's like, I was going to do it or die trying. That was my take on yeah. it. And that sucks that it has to be that way sometimes. But I mean, when you really want something, that's, I think that's just kind of how you have to go about I it. I love that. When it's really hard. Yeah. <laughs> we have so much in common. I'm just going to unpack some things that you said. Like, yes, like, first of all, all of my websites, I have three. They're all WordPress websites hosted on Bluehost. So <laughs> it's, yeah. it's a yeah. great platform. I love it. I've used it for eight years, probably haven't had a problem. Um, yeah. And then um, I, yeah, it's super fun too. I mean, it's, it's a fun, it's a fun WordPress is fun. It really is. Fun. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, well, it's easy to me because, and then also I write C sharp. That's my specialty. <laughs> I know, right? That's so funny. That's so crazy. I did not and, know that. That's crazy. And I'm a backend developer, so I I was in charge of like the server architecture, like a whole lot of the time okay. too. So, all right. That whole thing just tickled me. I I didn't want to like interrupt you while you were talking about it, but I was just like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. The small, small world sometimes. Small tech world. Out of all the tech stacks <laughs> in the world, we both, you know, kind of work in the same ones. That's so funny. Um, what led you to what led you to see oh, like curiosity? How did you end up going that route? Money. Not gonna lie. Not gonna lie. I was like, you know, I I program and after college, because I'm, you know, right around the same age and um after college, there was no C sharp yet. There, you know, I I started out with like Cold Fusion and Dreamweaver okay. as as my IDE and okay. stuff like that. But um, once the web kind of took off more and all of these new frameworks, and I was like, I'm really tired yeah. of coding in in this very manual way. And so I was like, Microsoft is creating these libraries where you can just hook into those and, you know, just do stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I looked and the salaries were real nice. And so I was like, okay, <laughs> I'll study that. <laughs> Not going to lie. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I, I also wanted to go back and say um, that, you know, people, people often stay in careers they hate because they've spent all of this time cultivating this career and it's really hard to change. And that's another thing that you and I have both done. Like you changed from, you know, business to Working in education. Tech. Yeah. Business. I am, I am changing from tech into like edutainment, you know? So it's oh, like, okay. it's connected, but it's not the same. It's not yeah. the same doing this. Yeah. But I think it's just, important for anyone to know you know life is short just do whatever the fuck you want you know don't yeah i mean if you have the means to get from point a to your goal and it means that much to you you really need to i mean i am in, in my experience i mean you know it's it's important and yeah. everyone's in different situations so it's 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 hard to 
sometimes I when I'm on Twitter, I'll tweet something that's like, I'll like, everyone should do this, and then I feel like I start thinking about situations, and I'm like, okay, from a, when I say that, I mean it from this perspective. <laughs> you know, there's a whole bunch of other hurdles for a lot of people. So, yeah. but yeah, I I know what you mean. I totally know what you mean. You just you got to go for you it. Do. You do, know? yeah. I I have been telling everybody that once I turned 40, it was my no fuck 40s. Like, I'm just gonna (laughs) be happy. I'm gonna let myself be happy. I'm not gonna, you know, have no boundaries. I'm gonna set proper boundaries. (laughs) Do what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna pursue things I want to pursue, uh, like that I'm passionate about, stuff like that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. For sure. Pardon me, just one second. Go ahead. my lips are a little dry right now. <laughs> They're beautiful. I love. Thank you. The um, shading. I did a little ombre. Ombre. Yes, yeah. that's the word I was looking yeah. for. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny about it is like I didn't. I kind of stumbled across it. Like I was a few months back. I was watching a YouTube channel and a girl did like a little white on her lip, and then she. I was like, "That's how they're doing that." I didn't. I was like, "What are they doing to get that?" I'm like, so yeah, I was like, okay, a little white. And then that was it. It just kind of like made the, made the effect. I'm the like, whole yeah, look. It's like code. Just like code. <laughs> Makeup is a lot like writing code. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's like um, expression, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So we're talking about makeup and um, expression, which, you know, segues you set me up for a nice segue into my next question drag culture let's talk about that i am in love with drag culture i have to tell you love it oh my god it's even mickey mouse (laughs) there's a for people who aren't, aren't watching this but they're listening there there's a giant fan of rainbow mickey mouses all over it which is so great um yeah so drag culture i have a story before we talk about um you and the um the impact but i was at a tech conference and and they had a party where where they hired uh drag queens to entertain you know and i was having a terrible time at this conference i was just like i was i was a fish out of water whatever i was sitting alone in the corner and a drag queen dressed as Cher sat with me and like talked to me and could tell that i was just like conflicted and stuff and she said to me i'll never forget it i'm almost crying now honey Sometimes you just got to grab life by the balls, grab life by the balls. <laughs> As that is like my motto. Solid now. advice. So just solid advice. Solid. Yeah. Solid advice. So <laughs> can you tell us what, what impact has this amazing culture had to you? Uh, a, ton, a ton of impact to be honest with you. Like I, I really love drag culture. I am somebody who, came to drag culture at a later stage in my life. Uh, I've only really been into it, if you will, like maybe for a five, four or five years. Um, and drag culture is just, there's just something about it. There's so many things about it, really, um, that to me seems so cool 
the way you can express yourself, the artistry, the humor, the you know, just everything about it, you know. And the fact that it's kind of always been counterculture, you know, um, it's about making a statement and it's about, you know, showing the 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 norms of society are not everything, you know, uh, they're not the end all be all. So it's had a, had a huge impact on me and um, I'm very fortunate. Uh, my, my girlfriend uh, is also a drag queen and she has actually done like performances in bars and clubs and stuff like that. So she's, she's really um, been a really huge inspiration for me and She's the one who's kind of taught me everything I need. I've, I know so so far. You know, I, I don't know that much yet, even so. Makeup and stuff like that. She's you know, teaching. So, um, all right, it's, it's had a positive impact on me, and um, I've lived a very long, strange life. I've experienced a lot of strange, different kinds of things in my life, uh, and this I consider one of those things that's just fun and and cool, and and it's just something I I love. So. That's awesome. Yeah. And it's just, it, it's so inspirational. You know, I, I told you that I, I started watching RuPaul's Drag Race because of you and others. Um, and at the very end of every episode, when she's like, um, honey, if you can't love yourself, <laughs> how the hell are you going to love anybody else? I swear, like the first time I heard that, I literally burst into tears. I was like, <laughs> I needed to hear that in that moment. Yeah. But to me, like, I'm just inspired by everything, the culture, the, you know, the beauty, the expression and yeah, the comedy, like, you yeah, said. humor and everything, yeah. you know, it's, it, it encompasses. And I love when RuPaul says that at the end of the shows and, um, you know, that show obviously has been a huge, as a huge part in making drag culture more mainstream the thing about drag in my opinion is that it will never ever be truly mainstream just because it's of what it is i mean maybe it will be someday and that would be great but um and i think what i mean by that is like just opening people's minds you know what i mean like the kind of people that we need to have their minds open <laughs> to understand that not everything has to be the exact same so and, it, and that's okay exactly yeah Yes, exactly. So now I have a segment that I like to call Precious Gems. Okay. This is where I take comments from Twitter and, you know, just all of it um, to feature a person who likes the show, okay. listens to the show. All right. Yeah. So let me uh, screen share here and we'll take a look. And it ties into what we were talking about earlier, which is funny. Um, this was in response to um, a episode with uh, Angela Andrews. And we talked a lot about age as well. And, and she said, I love the freedom that my age has brought me. I wish I could have warned my younger self that this is what you should be doing sooner. And so we had a comment that says, I can fully sympathize with those words. 
<laughs> stitch what was it <laughs> stitch oh yeah, yeah. okay yes yeah, so yeah. yeah thank you very much for your comment but we were literally just talking about this like <laughs> how your age it just as you age i don't know what it is but it wisdom probably is a lot of it but just i'm just tired of stuff yeah i feel like we also <laughs> about you i mean i feel like we gain understanding too with age mm -hmm. you know i grew up in a lower mid mid uh middle class white republican parents midwestern home like yeah. hunting fishing blah blah all the stuff on a farm basically so oh my god yeah so like obviously when you grow up a certain way you have a certain education a certain background like there's there are things that i just think the only thing that's ever going to change about those things sometimes is time you know and sometimes those things don't change for some people but for me i've just lived a very different kind of life and had different ups and downs and different situations scenarios i think so like 10 years yeah. ago if you told me hey you're gonna be dressing in drag someday i would have been like no that's crazy that doesn't sound like me you know so i think it just comes with perspective and time and understanding that you kind of like you open your mind to other things and look at things a little bit differently than maybe you did before so yeah i think so too thank you for your comment and if you want to be a precious gem, <laughs> then send us your comments at TRs and Tech on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, and use the hashtag make yourself shine. <laughs> yeah. So you also, our parents sound similar. My, my dad actually owns a farm. Oh, okay. I spent a lot of time on a farm as, as a child. I didn't <laughs> like it. I'm, I'm not an outdoors girl, you know? <laughs> I don't mind being outdoors, but yeah, I don't know. My my grandfather had a farm. My dad, we, we grew up on, I would call it kind of a semi-farm. It was like, we had like 20 acres of land and we grew some crops, but my grandfather had a huge farm, like 80 to 100 acres and all that fun stuff. So I spent a lot of time there too. So yeah, so I've experienced a lot of those things growing up too as well. So. Yeah. But all these things we have in common are just like making me smile so big. You just <laughs> never know. Yeah. It's like you talk to people and you just have so much in common. It's crazy. Like every single person I've had on the show, we've had some sort of weird thing. Connection. In yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think I've ever had anybody it was literally like everything, like <laughs> career and family. That's both. so funny. Yeah. That is so funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, continuing our, our talk kind of about, um, drag and, you know, m marginalized groups. Um, obviously this show is made for inspiration, you know, and I like to talk about the hard stuff. So I wanted to talk about what misconceptions would you correct about non-binary and trans people oh yeah that's a good question um and, and what's funny is my my girlfriend is a trans woman too so i have a little bit of perspective on on both of those 
topics. Um, so I would say one of the main things, obviously, is that we're people just like anyone else, <laughs> you know. Um, just because someone looks a certain way or is falls in maybe one of those categories doesn't mean that they all like I think what, what happens is people get put they want to put people in a box and the, the thing about humans is that we're far too complex to do that too you know um, I dress like this but I also do Brazilian jiu-jitsu and I have also fought in a cage MMA fighting um, I have done a lot of strange different things so I would say one of the biggest things is if you hear or see those words, um, understand them, have an understanding of them, uh, but also know that that's, that doesn't define everything that you, a person is. So, Yeah. And I, people who want to put people in a box and control them, like, they get very mad when people who aren't quote normal are like happy (laughs) and content with their lives. I think that's a lot of like projection, you know, it's like, well, I'm not happy. So nobody else can be happy either. Like I've had to live this rigid life, right. Where I can't be me. So nobody should, I think that's really sad. Yeah. I've um, encountered that a lot. Yeah. In my life. You know, and, and I can't even say that 15 to 20 years ago, I wouldn't even have been that same way. You know, that's, that's like, 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 that's like getting outside of yourself and looking at everything. You know, like, I, I don't even know if I could say that. Maybe I would have been that way. Um, but yeah, I totally understand. And I agree. Like, it, so many people just don't allow themselves to, like, live the life that they want to live. And, there's just so many mental hurdles for the things that just as a human race, we go through in life anyway. So it's, it's yeah. both, I both understand it and it also frustrated by it. So yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Same. Um, along, along the lines of tough topics to talk about, I had written this question before SCOTUS happened yeah. Um yeah. And the question was, what impact does removal of healthcare support have on trans children and also adults? Well, it's, it's huge, obviously. Um, you know, trans people, uh, specifically, like across the board, trans women and trans men, um, it, I think sometimes people forget the fact that, like, Transitioning doesn't necessarily mean everything. So trans, a trans man could essentially like have a, conceive a child, like have a, you know, but it impacts people, these, every group in like ways that I think sometimes people don't even think about, you know? Um, So yeah, it's, it's huge. And, and, you know, I've gone through this in my later life. So I don't have like the perspective to speak to it from like a younger perspective as a younger person, but just from what I've seen, you know, uh, people I've communicated with, like on Twitter, who are younger, who transitioned younger, you know, it, it's it's massive in regards to like being able to transition 
uh, at a at the correct age. It's a it's a huge it's a huge thing. So, yeah, no, if, and I'm sh- and unfortunately, I'm probably not the best because like my brain is like scattered right now. <laughs> talk about all these topics no worries. but i'm just thinking of the things that i see uh um that have happened uh so you know um to see someone transition and then like be the happiest person they've ever been in their entire lives like if you haven't experienced that like it's sometimes it's hard to really fathom like what it means you know exactly uh, so, yeah it's yeah it's really hard to live a life where you cannot be yourself. I definitely know a lot about that, but um, not, you know, I am white. I mean, I, I look white. I'm part of Japanese, which is why I have this. I was going to say that's a, kimono. Be- that's a beautiful kimono, by the way. Thank you so much. Yeah. You, you know what? I never dress up for people. I, I looked for something that, that I had that was fabulous for you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah. But like, I can only imagine, like, I can't even scratch the surface of the pain that a lot of people have. And it's just so sad that people try really hard to control humanity and like through that process make themselves inhuman mm-hmm. really yeah no it, yeah what's happening right now is i mean it's there's always been that element in our country unfortunately but like it's it's just so heightened right now everything seems so and is so uh it is tense, so yeah unfortunately yeah unfortunately yeah um on a happier note let's move on to more (laughs) light conversation how can companies actually support people who are trans or you know any lgbtq ia plus (laughs) that's a great question um you know i i i think the obvious things uh, are, you know, to have the information about that this group of people like that fall into say that that category. I guess like have that information as installed as part of like the work life environment. Um, have resources available for for people uh, who maybe are part of the LGBTQ uh, plus community. Um, you know, it's important from like a the highest level down for companies to to have those resources and and um, different options that could possibly be out there available to those people. So I hope that makes sense. I don't know if that makes sense, but hopefully, sure. Like I can only speak yeah. to like, for example, my girlfriend again. I, I'm going to use her as an example. She's sitting right next to me, so she probably didn't hear me call it, say her oh, name. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you, by the way, if you want to see my girlfriend and I. Uh, I know you're going to ask at the end, but we have a YouTube channel, so we'll talk about the end. But anyway. Oh, great. Um, yes. <laughs> but, uh, you know, she works for a very large company. Uh, um, and everything that I've heard from her, like, they do a really good job at recognizing and uh, supporting the LGBTQ community. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it's, it's, uh, it's one of those things where I wish I had more specifics, but I, you know, the biggest thing I could say is that companies need to if you haven't 
gotten into this century yet. <laughs> you need to get with it. <laughs> There's a lot of companies that haven't. It's this is why I teach crazy. leadership and, you know, DEI. <laughs> I've been teaching that a lot. Um, you wouldn't believe the comments I get on some of my YouTube videos from like years ago, just saying that companies should be inclusive really pisses people off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, and for like no reason, like it, the thing is it doesn't impact <laughs> that other person really at all. And they don't yeah. even, they, but they want, people want to just stick with like their stigma and their short-sightedness. Totally. Yeah. yeah. It's just ingrained into everything. And for me, the only way to change that is to address it in public and talk about stuff. Literally my show. There you go. <laughs> so, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so can you tell us kind of about what has your experience been in tech as a non, uh, binary person uh so i'm i'm very unique in that way uh so i have a very unique perspective because i work from home i have one other person basically on my team and my boss and my boss is in puerto rico <laughs> and the other person on my team is in new york so we're never really around each other um mm. so for me it's been pretty easy because i i kind of i'm sort of isolated uh because i don't really I have a very strange situation in regards to like my team and the company I work for, like everything is done remotely. So I love it. I love it. But I don't, I don't really, it's not like if I were in an office environment and more ingrained, I, I think it might be a little different. Uh, hopefully good. Um, you know, I, I don't know if you know, uh, she, like an amazing drag queen and the great tech person analytical. She works for Google. Yep. I, I, I guess admire her so much like um <clears throat> and I would be willing to bet like her experience is very interesting because uh, unlike my boring experience <laughs> because she's really like in the thick of it you know like with a major company and like she's like I don't I kind of separate like online I don't really do too much in regards to like code and drag together because I'm lazy um so <laughs> So, um, but analytical, I mean, she's got TikTok and everything and she's a really, I, I watch her videos and stuff like she's so cool and the way she tries to like incorporate both things. So, yeah, um, totally. I love anytime, I get, anytime I can, I can, um, give a shout out to analytical. I try to, so. <laughs> yes, I would, I would love to have her on the show. Um, I think I've, I've actually asked her, but like on, on Twitter and I'm sure that her, her inbox is full of oh yeah. crap like that yeah so oh yeah yeah that's I'm sure she's great she gets asked a lot but she was in like a i think italian vogue or something too so yeah um I, I, I would be it would be cool to hear her experience um yeah she's younger than me and she's she's so fierce she's just awesome yeah but like i would totally watch you code on a stream <laughs> in drag like that would be amazing that's a, have, a, a proper niche. <laughs> I, I have thought about it a few times yeah. and um, there's still something that I might do someday. Um, when I first started to code, I actually had a little YouTube channel where I would do, I would write code down. I was trying to like 
create something. So um, it sometimes like there are days where I'm like, that sounds, I need to do that. Let's just do it. And then I'll <laughs> spend like 45 minutes getting my makeup on. I'm like, I just want to look pretty today. <laughs> I feel that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And I'm, I'm in a very unique situation. Cause I just started, I started doing drag, like the pandemic, the pandemic is the reason really? I started doing drag. Yeah. So here's what happened essentially. So the pandemic hit and my girlfriend who has done drag before, but hasn't done it in years. Um, we were both stuck at home, obviously, right? Um, during the pan during this pandemic time, I tell you what, like we've we've tried so many different different. <laughs> she taught me drag. I taught her how to code. <laughs> so we're just like doing everything, you know. But like, so we we started. We started. I, I was like curious about it. I knew she's like a like a super high level makeup artist. Like, um, her her makeup skills are off the charts. Like. Hollywood level makeup artist. So having her like do my makeup and like the first time she put me in drag, I was like, there's, there's, it is a very strange feeling. It is a very powerful feeling because you're like, who is this person? Like, what am I looking at? Who is this person? And then it kind of hits you like, this is super cool. <laughs> this is like, it's just something you've never experienced before. So, um, Anyway, uh, that we started doing, I started doing drag during the pandemic. And then, um, so I've only really ever done digital drag, um, which for me is perfect because it, for me, it's a hobby and I love doing it. Um, it's not something I do like as a career, thank goodness, because I would not do well. Um, but, but uh, it's super fun and I just love it. And it's just like a fun hobby. Um, so during the pandemic, we also started, that's when we started our YouTube channel. So it, it all kind of came together. It was a fun thing for us to do together, you know? So it, it worked out and it was a fun thing I like to do anyway, so. Yeah, she taught you well <laughs> with your makeup skills. I don't have skills anywhere near that. And I, I actually tried every time I think I have on too much blush or too much eyeshadow. I get in here, my studio lights are on and I look like a pale fucking ghost. <laughs> I could use uh, some tricks. Trixie, Trixie, Trixie Mattel always says, always says, you got to paint for the back of the room. Paint, <laughs> paint for the back, back, of, the back of the room. That and then she, so said, she says that she paints for the liquor store down the street. Because <laughs> if you've ever seen Trixie's makeup, it's crazy. Yeah. But it yeah. looks awesome on her. So. <laughs> she does look great. Yeah. She looks awesome. Um, yeah. So, what uh, advice would you have for anybody who's interested in tech? I would say, in my experience, I would say utilize any of the free or very inexpensive uh, um, resources where you can learn it yourself first. That's what I would do. Solo learn, um, uh, CodePen for front end side of things is a great resource. I mean, um, Solo Learn's great because it has an app so you can do things on the go, take little quizzes and everything, and even write code, like literally through your phone, which is up the hassle, but it's, you can do it. They have little challenges, uh, which are great for your mind. Um, uh, that would be my biggest advice. Like I would say there are, there are enough free to very inexpensive resources out there to like learn basics. And then from there, depending on who you are and your situation, decide what you want to do. 
Do you want to, are you at a place where you want to go get a degree in CS or do you want to do something different, you know? So yeah. that, that would be my biggest advice. Just uh, there's enough cool resources out there that people can play around. I've always been one of those people that's like, if you dabble in something, you kind of know if it's a passion, like within the first certain time frame. Oh, yeah. You know, like I love running. I'm a big runner. Yep. But I did a triathlon once and I hated it. So, <laughs> so I was like, yeah, running fine, cycling fine. I don't know. I don't need to swim. I'm good. I'm good on land. So. <laughs> you're, you're good at that. That's another thing that we have in common. I, I also run and once I did a 5k a 10k and a half marathon all all in one weekend the, the one Disney day one? after the other the Disney yes. one nice yeah, I've yeah. heard of that before that's pretty cool that's awesome yeah it was the inaugural Star oh, Wars one not, oh, yeah no. so I, I have so all cool. these like medals that are all like nice. you know Star Wars and stuff but never again will I ever <laughs> do that I lost two toenails like oh no, yeah thank you <laughs> yeah no it's, I told I that is awesome um my running history is kind of crazy so like um in the 2000s I sort of I trained MMA I did a couple of mixed martial arts fights that were just in a cage <laughs> like here in Arizona uh that was more of a bucket list thing I, I really just wanted to try it and it I'm glad I did it it was really fun so that's another perspective that I have as a like I'll be in full drag watching MMA on TV and that's probably not a normal thing you see people do so another weird thing about my life is I love mixed martial arts and I have a different perspective on it than both sides probably do i could probably tell mma fans about drag and i could probably tell drag fans about <laughs> mma and try to like get them to understand like there's a there is there there are some parallels and there are some things that are really like great about both and then after i did mma for a few years um i started kind of really getting into running um it's the marathons and then one day i don't even remember how it happened i was like looking online and i saw like they had this 100k fail race here in arizona oh my god called the Havilene 100 and i was like 100k i'm like that's like like 60 miles or whatever i'm like and i just i just signed up for it i just signed up for it wow and i was like i don't even know what this is i just want to show up and see what happens and that like took me like into this culture of ultra running that is also another weird niche culture mm -hmm. of strange people doing very strange things for no good reason, but just because they, they want to, or because they enjoy the challenge. So, um, so I've run a couple of hundred kilometer race races. I've run a couple hundred mile races, which, um, uh, never do again. <laughs> <laughs> and now I just kind of like try to work out my only, my only, I have one running goal left in my life and that's to qualify for Boston someday and feel like I might get there maybe in my fifties, but like, we'll see what happens. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I have met so many great people who, who run and um, I will never forget like one race. Um, I, I was running next to this woman for the longest time. And so we started talking and she had cancer. She like literally had, had cancer at that moment wow. and was just like, I'm, I'm just going to live yeah. the rest of my life. Right. That's crazy. That was powerful. 
I understand yeah. it though. Like, it makes sense. Yeah. Wow. She's just like, yeah, yeah. All right. I mean, what? <laughs> that, that's that's exactly how I was with tech. Like I was like I I was nearing forty ish. And I'm like, most people in their minds like this is it. I I had my chance. I'm done. I, I, I'm on my bed. I was like, no, no. I it it's either get busy right now going towards that. I would rather I would I would be happier missing this goal than doing what I'm doing. That's kind of like the, totally. like the feeling for it, the feeling about it, you know. So. Yeah, absolutely. Life is short, you know, just <laughs> get yours. <laughs> go for it. Yeah, get out there Be and happy. go for it. Absolutely. Oh my goodness. We are coming to the end of our time, but you have a lot of stuff to promote. So let's talk oh. about your YouTube channel. <laughs> well, first of all, d disclaimer, we haven't really been posting that much in a while. So like, we're, we're probably going to do some more videos here in the future, hopefully. Uh, if not, it's a really good catalog there anyway. But uh, have a it's um it's called Unknown Drag Queens. It's on YouTube. It's myself uh, and my girlfriend. Uh, her drag name is Black Rose, and um, basically it's it's a big part a big part of most of what it is is just a reaction videos because when we first started doing YouTube, we were doing reactions to Drag Race and that market of drag queens reacting to drag race and reviewing it, it's kind of like, it's pretty, it's being done. There's a lot of people doing it. So, so one, yeah. So one day I was like, I was like, what are, what is something that people aren't doing in drag on YouTube? And other than Trixie and Katya who work for Netflix and that's, that's they're at another realm than we are. No one was really doing reaction videos in drag. So, to like to like music and like movies and things like that and i i'm a, I'm a weird person i love watching reaction videos <laughs> to, to things that i like enjoy so i i kept finding myself like spending way more time than i thought i was going to spend watching these reaction videos to music and movies i'm like we should just do that because there's not really anyone else doing that and you know we started doing that and we were having fun doing it which is the big part of it and then we started getting some followers. So we, I think we've got between 6,000 and 7,000 followers or subscribers on there, even wow. though we haven't like had like a reaction on there in a few months. So, um, but unknown drag queens, if you want to go like and subscribe those videos, they're pretty fun. There's so us just being silly and drag and watching some really fun videos. We have a huge like Brazilian following. <laughs> Brazil loves their drag queens. We found out so. Brazil and Germany, they're both a lot Germany, of the big yeah. demographic of people that followed us. So. Um, and then on, on Twitter, I'm just uh, jQuery uh, underscore queen. I, I tweet about a little bit of everything. So if you're looking for just tech or just drag tweets, uh, <laughs> I, I will tweet about a little bit of everything. And sometimes it'll be a random tweet about a, something I'm frustrated with in tech usually. <laughs> Anything from Jira tickets to code to anything. <laughs> Jira uh, tickets all. <laughs> uh, yeah, things things that are relatable to just about all of us. So, um, yeah. So that's, that's those are my big two my my two big platforms. I was on um, Instagram until recently, and I kind of like I just it's just such a hassle. Um, oh, so yeah. you know, uh, there's uh, and then who knows? Maybe I'll be doing you know some code and drag sometime in the future here. Who knows? So I uh, hope so. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, thank you so much. I will have 
links to all your stuff in the um, description. Sorry, I almost said comments. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to comment on my own stuff. Um, yeah, thank you so much for you being thank, here. Thank you for having me. This is awesome. I super love this. <laughs> yes, absolutely. If you want to support us, please like, subscribe, and share this episode with your fellow gems. Let me know in the comments what other topics you would like me to cover and follow TRs and Tech on social media and use the hashtag MakeYourselfShine. Thanks for watching or listening and have a great day. Kind of falling in love with this TR.